Welcome to Clit Talk, the pleasure positive podcast. We are creators, leaders, innovators, and teachers redefining the word clit. Because guess what? It's not a bad word. Pussy, pussy, it's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk, talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow, bring your pussies to the show. This episode is brought to you by Let's Get Checked and For Your Wellness. Hi, Clitorati. So you've heard of Dirty Talk. You know that I'm going to put a cock in your ass and make it come like Christmas kind of dirty talk. (laughs) Well, sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't. Today, we will be taking another look at Dirty Talk and learning how to lure our partners into bed with what our guest calls erotic sensual talk hot, right? It actually is because he did it to me on our uh, in our Patreon yeah. on our Clit Talk Confidential and it was like, I'm blushing just thinking about it. So this man leads workshops all over the world. He's gearing up for a virtual event with Clit Talk for Valentine's Day. You'll hear more about that later. He's a body worker, a life coach, an astrologer. Please welcome the man who's bringing pure, raw vulnerability into the bedroom, Mikey B. Yay! <laughs> oh my gosh, Mikey, we we just did a video with Mikey, you guys, and we're all sweating. We're like, I mean, it's like my, it was so cute because Mikey was like nervous, and at first we're like, well, we want a how-to video, and we wanna we wanna experience it so we know what this is because none of us could really like grasp the concept, and it was gonna be sugar because you guys are friends, and then we were kind of joking, we're like. Maybe you should do it to Katie. And, I was and like, you I'm did it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She was like, no, thanks. <laughs> I mean, I'll do it, but you might, whatever. Yeah. 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 But, but, but you did. Yeah. It was, and it was, and Katie, but what I thought was great is he asked your permission. He's like, it really yeah. only works if you're open to it totally. and you're willing to like participate. And you did. And like, so how was that for you, Katie? It was honestly, Made me feel so good. Um, it was even through Zoom, like you, cause you said it may not be as effective virtually, but it was mm. like I had all the physical sensations of being desired and turned on and, um, all, all the things. And it was just so safe which is something that is really um, a struggle for me. Like a lot of times with um, Mm. particularly men, it's hard for me to be vulnerable. Like vulnerability, even in my marriage, is definitely my biggest struggle. So to just sit there and be open and allow you to kind of caress me with your words and like your observations and like what you would do. And it wasn't... um, It didn't make me uncomfortable at all, Mm. which is a huge... um, triumph and just a testament to the kind of work that you do um mm-hmm. and how genuine yeah. and it was wow that's 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 great because that's really that's exactly how we want it to land is is for it to feel um connected um open possible loving like this is that's the beginning of dirty talk and it's so funny because like those things don't sound like what dirty talk is right no dirty talk but um yeah but in terms of like how how you felt you felt like that could have been the beginning of something right totally 
I was jealous. I was like, I wish someone would talk to me like that. I'm literally going to send the video to my boyfriend right after we're done recording. I'm like, (laughs) you're coming to the workshop on Valentine's Day. We're going to learn how to do this for each other. I've enrolled. (laughs) Something that came up for me was like, I was imagining doing this to my partner. And the first thing I thought of is imagining how uncomfortable I feel like I would make it would be for him. I have tried in the past dirty talk, but not overtly sexual because that's not his style. And it was kind of just like not received. Like, I'm not into that. Um, so I'm, I'm really, I too want to send this to him, but I'm also really curious around how, if that's common, if that comes up for, for people who are new to, to mm. this. Yeah, and in fact, that's one of the major reasons why um, why I'm interested in this work and, and why I do it is because, um, well, well, two things to answer your question. One, one where couples kind of get used to each other, like people have been together for a long time, they stop noticing each other. Like sex, mm. is, even if the sex is like still pretty good, they stop noticing each other, and that's a that's a lot about what this is about. Is is noticing your partner, like really paying attention, bringing your entire presence into, into that moment with them. So it can, it can really start anywhere. Like, what is it that like with Katie, you know, it's like, what is it that I notice about Katie? What am I feeling in my body when I look at her? What, like, what is turning me on? And I, I think sort of an interesting way to look at this is it's, it's my turn on. I'm not trying to turn you on Katie. I wasn't, I wasn't, trying to turn you on. Right. I was expressing to you my turn on. Mm-hmm. I was and and via my turn on and my vulnerability in sharing that with you and connecting with you and giving it in that way you I think you got turned on, right? Definitely. And and what you mentioned is we're strangers. Like this is our first interaction with each other. And it was courageous for you to be so vulnerable, to allow yourself to notice things about me and tune into your body to see how you could um, turn yourself on. I guess. Yeah. And, th- and that's, that's really important because, because Madison to answer sugar, <laughs> to answer your question, oh, yeah. <laughs> um, to, br- to bring it back to your question around like, um, do people have a hard time with this? Yeah. People have a hard time with dirty talk because they don't, they're like, I don't know what to say. I don't want to sound stupid. I don't want to, I don't want to mm. be too raunchy. I don't want to be too over the top or whatever. And it's like, all of that can go away. Like when, when I, I know your partner well, and like, when I think about your partner, I'm already feeling into what I love about him. Like what mm. turns me on about him? There are many things that turn me on about him. Why I want to be friends with him. Why I want to be close to him. There's mm. something like very tender about him. What I think is really cool about what you do is like you didn't... So we keep touching on this lot. And I just want to really create for the listeners. You know, we're all familiar with the traditional dirty talk. Like Katie shared in the intro, like I'm going to fuck you in the ass or like you're a dirty slut. And really what you do is you created this context for you're, where you're doing erotic sensual talk. Can you tell us like what really is the fundamental difference between traditional dirty talk and like erotic sensual talk? So, I, you know, like as you guys have said, like in the, in the, the example that Katie used to set things up, you know, that kind of like, I want to fuck your hot wet pussy and make you scream like a sorority girl or something like that. It's, it's, re- <laughs> it's, it's, re- by the way, the one in the <laughs> intro is from your pre-show interview. I stole that from you. So you're really good at coming up with those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fuck you in the pussy like it's Christmas Eve, or is that what it was? <laughs> what was it? I'm, 
I'm going to put my cock in your ass and make you come like Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Just an example. This is just a regular example. And it's and it's not it's not that there's not a place for all of that. Like I actually love playing with the dom sub dynamic. My partner and I play with that all the time. Like we 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 fully go to like those sorts of places and then we can get into the difference between desire and fantasy as well and that's a really important mm. distinction. But um back to your question the at the beginning as it, it really is about like what the what the present it, it's it's about presencing what is feeling true for you about your partner in that moment. So as you're, as you're generating your turn on, they're getting turned on versus like coming up with something good to say, you know, like I want to fuck you like it's Christmas Eve or whatever, like coming up with something good to say is distinctly different than being present with your partner and allowing yourself and allowing yourself to access your own vulnerability to say to them, wow, I have a, I have a tingle going down my spine right now when you smile at me like that. There's so many like beautiful things just about how he exists. There's a tenderness to him. There's a there's a there's a quiet strength to him. There's like a a a feeling that I get of just like calm when I'm in his presence. There's a feeling of safety that he creates. So like while all of those words don't sound particularly erotic, when you're in that moment with somebody and you just begin to notice these things about them and you begin to um, allow them to feel you feeling them, that's what that's what begins to build the connection and the, and the intimacy. So what I would say that dirty talk is then is it's creating connection with your partner through vul- vulnerageous sharing. And that word vulnerageous is the combination of vulnerable and courageous. So I'll say that again. To me, dirty talk is creating connection with your partner through vulnerageous sharing. Mm. Mm. I fucking love that. That's amazing. And and then from there, you know, you, you really can go anywhere. Like that's where it begins. But from there, that's what begins to to build the heat, just that, that, that connection. And then it can, it can start to escalate. So like when Katie and I were doing the exercise and, um, you, you know, it was all pretty innocent and, and just pretty, um, pretty much based on presence and things that I was noticing. But like, if you and I were in a room together and I was, I did take my left hand and, and pulled you in closer to me, you would have some kind of response to that, you know? Right. And then I wouldn't know what to say next until you responded. Mm. Right. If you were like, that feels really good, Mikey B, pull me closer. I would say, <laughs> I would say that feels really good to me too. Wow. <laughs> that feels even better than I imagined. And I was imagining quite a bit, but that feels even better than what I imagined. Okay. Mm. So like as you're going further, because you said something that really resonated with me. I've been with my husband for 14 years now. So, and like the sex is still really good. It's gotten better certainly since doing this show, but we, I, I do stop noticing him. I don't know if he stops, mm. no, has stopped noticing me, but that's definitely something that, um, resonated for me. And I'm just thinking, you know, if I really just sat down and tuned in and looked at him, because if I tried to do, traditional dirty talk, I would just start laughing and it doesn't really do it for me. Um, But if I was supposed to really like sit down and sink in and like allow myself or and he would allow me to notice him, I just think it would really 
benefit, create a huge benefit in our uh, relationship. And it really can be like um, really close to the hot things. So like what we traditionally think of as hot, dirty talk. So let me, let me give you an example. So if, um, if, if you were to say to him something like, I want you to fuck my hot little wet pussy, you big studly man. Like, that would be the way that we, we normally talk about it. Fuck my hot little wet pussy. Yeah. Jam your big fat cock in my hot little wet pussy or something like that. But if you were to, he would be like, if you were to say to him something like, what's his name? Ethan. Ethan. Or whatever, maybe pet name you call him. I love your fingers. When you stroke the back of my neck like that, like you're doing right now, I can feel my panties getting wet. Oh, that's hot. <laughs> I could yeah. even so like I, whisper that to him at like that, at exactly. <laughs> the reason I want to use that as an example is because because like the like the like the G rated or the PG thirteen can like move like real easily into like the more R rated or the more like my panties getting wet is like pretty fucking hot. Yeah, and and it's hot and sensual and erotic in a way that. I want you to like stuff your cock in me, you studly man. Is is just not as like hot. Yeah, there's no totally. there's no grace. There's no finesse in like the like the, like this is so much more graceful and earnest. I, you kind of briefly mentioned something that totally piqued my interest. You talked about that we could get into like how this does work with power play and the difference between desire and fantasy. Because this is really in the world of desire. I am one of those people who does like the fantasy and the power play. And I would love to know a little bit how this ties into that world. It's beautiful. I love this conversation about desire versus fantasy because uh, it it is one of the main things like in my workshops that people that stop people from saying the things that are present for them. And the reason why is because they feel like if they say them, they're going to have to do them. And that is like, it's, it's just not true. When you're in this playful context, you can, you can say anything and you don't have to do it because your fantasy may be different than your desire. So your fantasy um, might be as like raunchy and outrageous. You might like want to gangbang with, you know, the guys, the, the fraternity boys who live down the block. You might want to, you know, fuck your partner's best friend. Like fantasy can be really anything, but it doesn't mean that you want to do it. But you can, I mean, you can still like absolutely create that fantastical space with your partner and allow both of you to be turned on through that storytelling without ever having to enact it. Really awesome context to create between those two words, because that for me, that would be my fear that if I shared some sort of like fantasy, but I didn't really want to do it, like it just like just to think about it or to say it out loud or to share it with my partner would be hot enough that I didn't have to actually like go do it. You know, they didn't Mm. have like an expectation of me. um, Like if that opportunity like ever came up. Yeah. And and like, and like I was saying that that is something that comes up in the workshops a lot is people are trying to be careful around what they're saying, especially when they are in the workshop actually with, with one of their partners, when Mm -hmm. they're, they're trying to be careful or navigate or mitigate what they're saying because they're like, I don't want to have to do this. So it, it really is an important distinction to be like, no, 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 no. Actually let yourself completely go. Allow that that fantasy to be a part of the turn on. 
And what I love about this too is I'm thinking about my friends who are not in a relationship. And, you know, right now, as we're recording this episode, we're in quarantine. I'm thinking about, you know, maybe my roommate. I could apply this to her to sort of acknowledge her beauty and make her feel desired without having to be overtly sexual. Like it's so applicable to so many different types of relationships. Like you just did it with Katie. We can make a difference for our girlfriends and, you know, because you desire people in different ways. It doesn't always have to be sexual, which is which is what I love about the context that you're creating with this. It's so cool. What is up, Clitorati? We have our Love Valentine's Day event, February 13th. We're going to be doing a full-on workshop. You got a little taste of it in this episode when Mikey B did the sensual erotic talk on me. And... <laughs> And But we're going to be doing it, and I just want to be really clear, it's for everyone. Singles, couples. Thruples. Thruples on thruples on thruples. Like, quintuples, quadruples. It's literally for everyone. We can't wait to see all of you there and play and just celebrate the day of love, and we'll see all 7,000 of you. How's that sound? Yeah, no excuses. We'll see you there. We made this very manageable. Yeah, virtual Valentine's Day cyber event with the clits. Let's do it, Clitorati. What's interesting is that uh, the thing that gets reflected back to us is when in that kind of uh, context is you're allowing that you're allowing your friend to be seen, and that's really what we're doing. Like, like we were talking about noticing. Like that's really what it's about. It's like when you really start to notice somebody. So, like, yes, from like. Um, sort of an innocent place. And then if you did want to take it to the more sexual place, like I'll, I'll say like with my partner and I, I tell her constantly, like all the time, like how beautiful her pussy is. I'm like, I oh. love your pussy. I love your pussy so much. And we talk about her bush and I want her bush to be a certain length. I don't want her to shave her pussy because I love looking just at that very feminine pussy with, to me, what I feel like is very feminine with the bush. And then all the all the scents that get that get trapped in the bush. I love smelling that slightly what she might think is dirty, but to me is like fragrant and smells like her. I tell her all the time. I'm like, I love your pussy. Aww, so I love that. Everybody yeah. should tell their partner they love their pussy. Yeah. <laughs> Part of me is like, I don't know what my reaction would be if he told me. I'd be like, Oh, thanks. But it's actually really nice the way that you just said. It. Well, Katie, it, it took her a minute to get used to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes that, that makes sense for for her to believe me. It it took her it took her a minute mm. for me to, to for her to like allow herself to take that in. That's what it is to believe to believe mm-hmm. that you mean that. That's totally what it is. Well, a lot of times, like we've been told things, and then you know, as, maybe as younger girls, like we were complimented by a boy we liked or a girl we liked, and then they changed their mind or they didn't totally mean what they said. And so, um, for me, it's always been like feeling objectified. <clears throat> mm. <laughs> we're all like, mm. yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and God, I hope that doesn't sound crazy through the microphone. But yeah, the the feeling of the being, cat call, the cat call, yeah, the feeling of being objectified, such that I don't want to be seen that way or acknowledged that way, sexually yeah. or seen as like overtly sexual. So that's something that I I see. My partner says like, "Oh, your pussy feels so good," um, but like when my partner says, 
not in bed, like, you're so beautiful. You look so pretty right now. I kind of mm. like, it, the first thing is like, no, but then I know like my, con- my like, I do say like, thank you, but it doesn't come in. Well, it's almost like, it's almost like the person, the person doing this, sen- the erotic sensual talk needs to be trained, but also it sounds like we need to be trained in how to receive it. Mm. Yeah. And I'm sure that's something that you go over in your workshops. I think it is. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's number, that's number three on how to, how to, uh, how to start strong with a workshop. Number three is permission. And it's really important mm. because you want to give each other permission. And that's about the giving and the receiving of that. So to, al- mm. to allow that in this space, to allow yourself to receive is absolutely as important as the one who's giving for sure. Yeah. And that's what, you know, like when Katie, when we were talking in the beginning about like, you know, is this going to work through Zoom and does Katie want to do it or not? It's because it really is about allowing, allowing yourself to be present to it. And, right. you know, that it it's, it's an art to receive. What are some of the, I mean, obviously some come to my mind, but I want to hear from the expert. What are, you know, if you're bringing this into any relationship or even, I could even imagine you doing this to yourself in the mirror, right? Like what are some of the, the deep, I mean, obviously healing, I think is a benefit, but what are some of the benefits of like bringing this practice into your life? I said, I made a goals list. Goals for how we want dirty talk to feel. Like when we're, mm. when we're, when we're thinking about it in this context and we want it to feel, you know, again, like if you think about like the traditional list that might first pop to mind is like hot, raunchy, sexy, um, erotic or whatever. But the words that I, that I have are playful, exploratory, inclusive, acknowledging, mm. generous, vulnerable, courageous, collaborative, edgy, mm. sexy, permissive, empowering, presencing and so those are ones of that that I think are like sort of useful for for like everybody to kind of think about and then for for me personally the words some of the words that I often have in the space with me are words like sweet juicy funny I think humor is really important um decisive or alluring or or that sort of like dummy energy where like this is where we're going um fantastical and then surprising or risky and the surprising or risky thing goes goes into the the fantasy and desire conversation because sometimes like I'll bring things in and she'll just be like, oh, I can't believe you're talking about so and so that way. Do you really want to do that? And I'm like, no, of course I don't want to do that. And then I'll like go <laughs> right back into it. Like I, I will be like completely outrageous and totally dirty about something I don't oh, want to do. Oh wow, that's awesome. But the thought of, but for her, the thought of me doing it is, is a turn on. And so are there any, like in your experience, are there any sort of specific like tips that you would have for men versus women being in this conversation? Or are they pretty universal? Yeah. um, I mean, I think Sugar touched on one that's really important is that I think women by and large have experienced far more trauma than men have. And I think it's also one of the reasons why this kind of thing can be like really impactful because if both of you want to get there and there is trauma in the space, this is one way that can, can sort of, um, be with or, or handle or hold that trauma and get to that sexual space that you both want to get to. Because, you know, Mm -hmm. if a woman has had quite a bit of trauma, it's not that she doesn't want to get to that sexual space. It's that there's trauma in between. So Mm -hmm. sort of adding to that trauma by objectifying her 
immediately, like right out of the gate, like I'm going to fuck your hot little wet pussy, you dirty little slut or, you know, whatever Mm. men think is hot. Um, Instead of doing that, just noticing her and just being like, Madison, the way that you're looking at me right now makes me just want to like crack a smile. I love how your eyes just sort of like, like crinkle when you do that. Like you always do this though. Whenever I see you, I just want to, the first thing I want to do when I see you is smile, you know, and just starting like at someplace very real and authentic that Mm -hmm. is like connecting. And it's again, it's like, I'm not making this up. I'm just like, how do I really feel in Madison's presence? You know, and it and it is risky for me because I'm like, is she going to think this is stupid or cheesy that I'm saying this? Is she going to not believe me that I'm saying this because it's just like sounds so corny? But like, that's the risk. But when you take real risk, you you offer the the possibility of creating real intimacy. Um, another thing, just along those along those lines, is another little thing that I just kind of tell people is that communication is lubrication. Oh, oh my god! god. Oh. You're just like it's holding his little nuggets. I am so excited for the workshop. <laughs> I'm so, I'm like, do we have to wait for Valentine's Day? <laughs> I know. Oh my god! Yeah. Well, for someone whose love language is words of affirmation, this is like my dream come true. And for to sure, learn to yeah. do this, like vice versa. It's interesting. Like, I think I go to like really intense fantasies a lot because I'm looking for a way to cultivate the sort of des- natural desire that this would also provide. I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I still love fantasy. Don't get me wrong. And my partner really loves to make love and be more gentle. And I feel like this could be a tool and an access for us because our sexual archetypes are so different that would really bridge us together, Mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And again, like we were talking about, this this is the beginning. It's not the main event necessarily. It's the beginning that that just naturally through the authenticity and and the communication lubrication communication lubrication begins to build that heat then that naturally leads into oh my god i can feel my cock getting hard as you're pressing against me when you kiss me your breath is turning me on so much i don't know if i can keep my pants on i can't wait to get my face in those little panties you know what i mean like it can go there it's not that it can't go there it's just that it's now coming from a really authentic place Man, after this episode, I feel like I'm going to have to start wearing underwear so I can talk about my panties, you know? <laughs> I never wear underwear. You've so many good lines about panties. I don't wear underwear. Classic, <laughs> Lindsay. Oh, my Ever? God. Never. never. I, never I never wear a bra and I never wear underwear. Like, I just don't. I went to Burning Man and I was like, I'm done. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm done with bras and underwear. That's, fun- that's funny, Lindsay, because, like, I actually love panties. I love panties yeah. because, like, like, I always tell my my partner that, like, I love unwrapping the present. I love yeah. that moment when I pull the panties down. I mean, if I've pulled them down a thousand times now, every time is still like Christmas. It's still the first time. I love the reveal of the pussy. Every time I pull the panties down, I'm like, yeah. it's just as exciting every time. Well, I did just get a gift certificate to Florida Mall for my birthday, so maybe I'll have to get a really nice pair yeah, of panties. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. oh, amazing. Oh my God, that's amazing. Well, Mikey, this was, I'm, I have to be honest, I'm turned on. Me too. And 
and excited to this is this is one of the things I think I've been most excited to like implement into my life you know on the show and I mean all of our guests are amazing and I am so thrilled and excited for the workshop that we're going to do with you I think it's going to be incredible mm. and I'm actually excited to participate. I'm like, let's do this, wizard. Let's do this. With everyone. It's like a virtual yeah. talk day. I couldn't think of a better way to spend Valentine's Day during this Absolutely. COVID time. That sounds wonderful. I, know, I, I would love right? to. Um, I think one of the other things I just want to like bring in, like I forgot that I just want to say too, is just um the, one of the other things that I like about this is sort of like the two natural um, like loves that we constantly are experiencing and playing with. I think I feel like this kind of work is like a marriage of those two loves. So eros and agape, mm. eros being a, um, erotic love and agape being heart love. And this is like it kind of is bringing those two things together because maybe traditional dirty talk is just like a little bit over focused on eros on the erotic love. Mm-hmm. And when you, mm-hmm. and when you add in that agape love, that heart love, it creates this safe space, especially when there's, when there's trauma that's been in, that has been involved, like which is the experience of a lot of women and men too, but certainly more so with women. Um, when that heart love is brought into that erotic space, it, it brings in um, a care and a concern and in a healing element that really opens up the door for possibility. I love that. That's mm. so beautifully said. So good. So, Mikey, obviously, we're going to be letting people know about the the workshop information. But if our guests wanted, our listeners wanted to get in touch with you, what's the best way for people to do that? Uh, probably LinkedIn. Just um, Michael Babel LinkedIn. on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, perfect. I mean, awesome. I'm sort of like Insta, not, I mean, I have an Instagram, but I'm not like, I got to get better at that. I know I really do. I got to like hit the, I got to hit you're the like, old 21st century. You're like, I'm Instagram not famous. Uh, <laughs> I am crushing Instagram not famous. There you nice. go. There you go. Well, ser- seriously, Mikey, you have this incredible way of tuning into people. And I know that you, you have your workshop and you're teaching it, but you, and you are, it's a, it's a gift. I am convinced of mm. it that you have, that you, that you, that you came to this conclusion that you're sharing this with the world is so incredible. And you are so incredible. And this was just amazing. Thank you so, so, so much for coming on with us tonight. Thank you so much. That was really yeah. nice to hear. Thank you so much. I really, really yeah. take that in. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, well, Clitorati, with that, We're going to see you next Tuesday. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Clit Talk. Be sure to visit clittalkshow.com to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic bonus content. Also, be sure to follow us on Instagram at clittalkshow for your clit fix in between episodes.